What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. And in this episode, I sit down with Rick and Ed of Tibetan Sky Burial. I got to sit down with them not too long ago, handful of weeks at Evil Snail Studios down in Austin, Texas, and just absolutely had a blast talking with these guys. We rapped for over an hour. And and that's the best part about doing these in-persons is I, I've, you know, we bumped into each other at a show and just kind of set something up. But I mean, within five minutes of hanging out, it's like we were best buds. Uh, we talk about everything and anything Tibetan Sky Burial. So if, if, if you're a fan, this is going to be really good. If you're new to the band, this is going to be a lot of information for you to absorb. And it's, and it's really core to who they are and how they became the band. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that I got to sit down and meet these guys and, and, you know, look forward to working with them in the future. They have a show coming up on November 17th at Valhalla. So head to the website. Link is in the description of this episode. That'll put you right to their website. So where you can uh, purchase the tickets or you can just go support them locally at Valhalla. Shout out to Come and Take It Live and Come and Take It Productions. Our sponsors couldn't do this without you guys allowing us to come into your home whenever we please. (laughs) And speaking of that, December 3rd is the ATX Metal Podcast Showcase. Tickets are on sale now at comeandtakeitlive.com, comeandtakeitproductions.com. You can hit up any of the bands. I highly recommend getting them from the bands because that's money directly back into their pocket. And the bands that are on this year's lineup are as follows. Otis Archer, Scattered Storm, Astriction, Psychopack, Zealand the North, Danella Drive, Ariel, and of course the headliner Kingdom Collapse from San Antonio. So I am really, really happy to announce this officially. Well, we officially announced it, but this is the first time I'm actually saying it on a recording uh, with the entire lineup. It's gonna be it's gonna be a banger of a time. I also have tickets for sale. They are fifteen dollars pre-sale. They're twenty day of. So come out, support your local bands, support your local scene. And, you know, let's get this, let's get this party rocking. Let's, uh, let's close out the new year. I know there's a lot of cool shows going on in the, in the closing months of this year, but if you can spare a Friday on December 3rd, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm sorry, not a Friday. It's goddamn Saturday. <laughs> it's I almost told you guys the wrong day. Saturday, December 3rd, be there. Come and take it live. Oh God. Yeah. I'll shut up now. Here's to Pet and Sky Barrel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so understandable. Put in bottle, put in hand, squeeze, wash, rinse. I actually, we, I was talking with some band that we were going to do a, a, a fake uh, body hair wash conditioner, like the, but we called it like five in one or something. It was like 10 in one. <laughs> because, you know, metal, metal guy, I mean, you, you have luscious, both of you have luscious, luscious locks. And, and it's like the, the, the old uh, Metallica not wash them wash them all in blood wash them all. i don't know <laughs> nice that makes sense actually yeah. not a, that's a good idea yeah and so it was a hair it was it was an all-in-one condensed version of what you needed on the road for for metal 
for metal juice. Cater to metal. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Wash them all. You know. Like, <laughs> so anyway, anyway, we were well. Lars is going to sue your ass for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not going to waste any time. This is yeah. like the new Napster, but. <laughs> But, uh, but no, thank you very much for having me at this amazing studio. We're at Evil Snail Studios. Uh, we're with Tibetan Sky Burial. Uh, I have a lot of questions, and we are on a short amount of time uh, because we have a drum session, uh, drum lesson coming in after this, so we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, introduce yourselves, where you guys are from, what you guys do, and then we'll just, we'll just let it fly. Right on. No, I am no rules. Rick Fernandez, uh, lead vocalist and rhythm guitars. Um, founder of tibetan sky burial originally from el paso been here nine years and oddly enough uh you know ed's been in the band for a year and change now and he's from el paso as well but we didn't know each other until we you know we met out here yeah. it's like even though texas is one of the most largest states it's ever, ridiculous it right? is small small world yeah it is and you know us el pasoans too are like cockroaches like yeah. we, we you can find us <laughs> littered everywhere there's there's el paso we bars here in town place, owned and themed like I really should, oh yeah yeah Joe Boy Burgers. He's from El Paso. And so is uh, Barflies down the road from yeah. uh, over there on the airport. I was just no there shit. Friday. Yeah, I, yeah. I've personally never been to El Paso. And I've told myself the only reason that I'm going to go there is if there's like a show that I have to see. It's so, a good, good reason. Okay. Good reason. Uh, it, making it, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people pass through it, you know, because it's, it's the place you stop on the way, when you're, especially if you're, if you're touring on the way to California, but, wherever yeah. you're going to New Mexico, whatnot. But people there are super friendly. Mexican food's great. Lots of scenic views. Desert's gorgeous. Uh, Sonic Ranch Studios is out there. I interned there once upon a time. Um, would be a dream to get back out there again and to do, to do something. One of the last analog studios where, you know, it's just kind of secluded out there. And, Whoa. and uh, Charles Godfrey, um, he's out here too. Um, yep. He used to be the manager of, of there. And nice. He was uh, working at a... He's currently working at the Mosaic. I'm not sure if they're relocating but I heard they're they're moving around. But he's been working at the music for like three years or so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, been yeah. Recording local bands and well, everything. That's cool. We're everywhere. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Ed? Um, I found Tibet Sky Burial about a year and a half ago. Uh, Roman from Ariel set me up about it. Told me that they were looking for a bass player. They were interested in the stuff I did. Checked my stuff out on online and all. And I uh, didn't really have much going on, so. Jumped on it, figured check it out. Now nah, I've been here for ten years. Moved up here from El Paso as well, just for music, pretty much. So you came, so that's why you came for music. Yeah, yeah. I was down there uh, back then. I was working with this band called Archetyped, and we just decided. Archetype. Yeah, yeah. We lasted about a good year here before everything just kind of hit the fan. Okay. But uh, we decided, you know what? Let's let's move out of here, move somewhere bigger, and make it big. We all moved up here with two weeks. Within a two-week period of the decision, and uh, I stayed here. Our keyboardist was Katie from the Convalescence. I don't know if you met her yeah. before. Yeah, we actually. Uh, yeah. Have we interviewed them? I think we have. Yeah. Yeah. We. Ha oh, yes. No, I'm sorry. I was late to that one, uh, <laughs> so I didn't get to. So, fuck. Yeah. Her so and I go. I, I showed up, and their bus was pulling off. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Her and I go way back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've been jamming since like. We were in high school. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we moved up here for music and I've just kind of stuck around the scene, played with bands here and there. And so far, this one's been a pretty steady gig for me. It's like that job that you like. You're like, hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. this job. <laughs> I like coming to work. I just play know? bass. That's, that's all I do. <laughs> I, I really got molded and lucky by being able to live here. I lived here at Evil Snail for, for a time and, uh, 
I only knew about this place because they moved here in like 2014. The Gov Brothers, Ram and Kafir. Uh, Kafir is the producer and right. co-owner and Ram is the drummer. And uh, this instrumental doom metal band that I used to be in uh, called Cactus Druid, um, I just met their guitar player through a buddy of mine. Some people pro- will probably remember, like especially the boutique pedal guys, uh, Ted Calavera. He had his shop on Congress for a good minute. Um, he was doing some work for me on a guitar, and Pete had walked in and saw, hey, that's a down-tuned guitar. He's like, I need a guitar player. Like, you know, throw his number around to me. And so I just kind of like, uh, you know, I was looking for a band. And, I, I, you know, at the time, like I hadn't really, you know, I'd been a bass player for a long time in El Paso, and I hadn't played guitar. I mean, I played guitar. You know, it's one of my first instruments, but I hadn't played it in a band. And I was like, you know, listen to the tracks. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I can do this. And so I just started working at it and um, came here one day. I had this t- uh, tiny little Mesa. Um, I'm a gearhead, you know, and oh, okay. uh, it, it's a, it was a problem and I'm still some, you know, Kafir will say still, yeah, still is problem. a problem. So, so <laughs> yeah. in a future episode, if I want to do like gear review or something, call you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like for some stuff. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely the guitar pedals. Like I, I nerd out on that stuff. It's I've, I've been better about it, but right now, like I'm even currently redoing my boards because in, I would say between the last three to four rehearsals and shows, I've had a different setup every single time because something's taken a crap on me and died or right. i had to like make an adjustment uh i don't know but i mean i'm pretty good at figuring it out on the fly but it's not ideal when you're playing shows doing that <laughs> no I, I you know and the one thing that i do love uh you know like, like i mentioned my buddy chris he came over last night and we kind of got lost on periphery you know the making of juggernaut uh alpha uh alpha and omega it was like because i mean god damn it's just so cool to watch the process and Misha is a pedal guru. I mean, yeah. that guy. And that's the one thing that I really like. I'm not a musician, like not at all. Well, <laughs> I take that back. One day I will be because I've got, uh, Chris gave me a, a starters Kramer six string. It's missing one. I mean, it's like, but I'm going to get it redone <laughs> and I'm going to like, I'm really going to put in a solid, I'm going to slap myself tomorrow by promising this, but at least, 30 to 45 minutes a day because the job that I have allows me to, you know, have that time. Anyway, this is about me, but uh, yeah, I understand understand your, 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 your passion for pedals because I never got it, but there's like, just as a non music guy, like I look at pedals, I'm like, what the fuck does that do? Like they look cool. You know, there's there's a whole boutique out there. (laughs) It's a big, honestly, it's a big pyramid scheme. Like a lot of, it's, it's, it's the same stuff on the inside. It's like, you can look at something and like, oh, it's green. Oh, it's a tube screamer. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. it's this color. It does that. You know, oh, okay. a lot of, but I mean, there are nuances and differences, but honestly, you know, if you're, when you're playing on stage, you know, no one's going to be like, oh, I can hear that op app transistor. Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> it's like, no, no one's there doing that. It I mean, prestigious. and I've been that guy. They like, all just walk out. They're like, <laughs> nope, wrong. I quit. <laughs> but no, that's, that's cool. But yeah, no, because nobody ever remembers what you what gear you played on. Like people just remember how they felt at the show, and that's what's important. You know, those performances and whatnot. I, so I had to learn that and separate that at, out at a point because yeah. there's a fine line where you get too caught up in it when you realize nobody doesn't delays a delay, reverbs a reverb, distortions distortion. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I will say, and this is a bias as a guitar player. There's different feels and sounds to amps, you know, mm-hmm. and like different tools for the job. But once you figure out how it all works and what tools you want to use, then you can just get more sophisticated with it. And right now I'm at this point where I'm just trying to be efficient with things because being right. a vocalist, I never wanted to be. And having to being the consistent member in the band, 
I have to do all of the texture stuff as far it's as pretty like, much tap dancing throughout the whole show, trying it, to just, turn everything ding, ding, on. Yeah, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 you know this last uh, show we had at Sagebrush, we did it as a three piece, and that was the first time we'd done that. And uh, it you know like being transparent, like it wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't my best. You know, and sure. there was just moments where. I was struggling a little bit to be the vocalist and the guitar player just because there's a lot happening with malfunctioning gear too. <laughs> y'all, y'all and and drummer. I mean, anyone that is doing double duty, yeah, regardless of genre. But still, like in 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 y'all's world, I mean, the long, you know, like it's. I applaud you. Like that, it's I I can barely walk and chew gum, so it's like. It, it, it's a struggle at first. I mean, even when I started doing this in 2020 for the first time, it was, you know, it's not like I started doing this when I was younger. You know, it's just like, oh man, like it's like, it's, it felt very foreign. It was a little frustrating at first because you're just so used to doing something that you think that you know. And you're like, man, I, yep. it feels like I'm relearning the instrument and the way my brain works right now. And, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like anything else though. It's like once you've, you know, it's like working out, right. You, you get those, mu that muscle memory and it's put in place. Even if like there was a period of time, I just went just, I won't even get into that, but 21, I had like a chaotic year and kind of rolled into this year. So there was just moments where I wasn't able to practice as much and do things. But when I got back into it about like this May, um, it just came, it, it wasn't as foreign as I thought it was going to be. I, in my head, I'd kind of like was psyching myself out a little bit thinking like, man, uh, yeah, I got in, your own psyche. in 2020, <laughs> it's like we all had the time to like do whatever we want. And so I spent it like working out and running and getting my vocals in shape while going to work and playing guitar. And nice. I was just a thousand percent in it you know it's like cool i'm gonna prepare myself so we can go play shows had some lineup changes and like okay and then life started happening and so <laughs> you know fast forward to may of this year and it's like all right like can i do it I okay it's it. still there it just gotta really practice it's is, still there is this is this 2021 or two, what year is it? okay yeah, what, yeah. are we good can we do some <laughs> shit now like, yeah I, it, yeah i whenever the whenever the the lockdown i i started a series called locked in the closet uh just to just to keep myself sane because I, and this is the thing that I, you know, the thing about the coronavirus that I really thought was nuanced is that we've, I mean, minus like H1N1 back in like 08 or 2010 or something like people thought that like, oh, that's the flu, blah, blah, blah. This one, this one was just like, oof. But then again, the country was at a different temperature too. There was a lot yeah. going on. So there's a lot of buildup to that, even politically. I mean, whatever side of the aisle you were yeah. on, you know, it yeah. was just amping up and then that happened. And so it just it, yeah, opened Pandora's box. My wife was like, you know, no one has ever really lived through something like this oh, yeah. in we, our generous. I'm 39. Yeah. So it's been 100 years since like the last major plague, which was yeah. like the Spanish flu or something like that. And I was like, oh God. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. 1817. That's right. That's yeah, you know, we're just living through <laughs> historical times. You know what I mean? There's, there's a, a whole, there's a whole generation that didn't really live through things that were this intense. I mean, sure, boomers had to go through the Cold War. Oh, yeah. And they had the civil rights movement and stuff like that. But they were they were still, most of them were probably, you know, teens or, you know, at that point. And, yeah. But, you know, we've been through, you know, 9-11. We've had the pandemic, you know, just things that, have, you know, the, the, the world economic meltdown in a way. It was just a lot of. How old were you? Uh, you don't mind me asking. I'm no, sorry. no, no worries. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much 34 in another month. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to downplay 34. It's <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, I'm 33. <laughs> it's, still, it's still stuck in there. Like, just 33 forever. Let's yeah. just keep that. It's what a good number. Guys? I am 33. I just turned 33 back in May. Okay. So, I mean, we're, we're still, we're pretty much in the, the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel 33. People yeah. say I look That's good. Millie so, Grid, man. Moist, I'm telling you, man. Running. Run. I'm a, I just did a 5K today. Got my nice. best time. Nice. 8, 8.43 a minute. So, That's good. Or a mile, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Really pushed it. But. 
I wanted to listen to y'all's music on this run, but I was like, man, y'all's music is more set to maybe like, <laughs> like, like marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's long. I mean, yeah, our, we, our you know, Kafir did the first album, and uh, he, yeah, he, he joked around because we just did some drums uh, about a, maybe a month ago now. I can't really remember. Yeah, it's been about a month. Um, but you know, when, he, when we did, we went in and we did, you know, uh, four four drum tracks. Four drum tracks. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he was just like surprised, like, oh, they're all under seven minutes. They're all, they're only like three. Like, okay, like is this the same band? What's going on? You okay? That's that's what I told him. I said, man, you know, I. You know, because I was still on the periphery kick, which that's who I ran to today. And man, it was. Uh, oh, the point I was trying to make earlier about the behind the scenes and the making of and being able to be in a space like this, uh, just just to merely do a a podcast interview, it it really it really helps me personally, kind of connect more to the music because, um, I not only do I get to watch it in real time. You know, then I see some of the bigger bands you know, going through the same things that, you know, you guys are going through. Yeah. And so anytime I get a chance to come into uh, a space where creativity, you know, is is in abundance, like I think it's I think it's amazing. This uh, is a real special place. Like, I mean, it's always going to have a special just because I mean, I lived here, but, you know, my right. connection to, to Ram Kafir, but. You know, it's their their home business, and I mean, a lot of people. There's a ton of studios in this town, but I think it's just one of the more underplayed ones because it's also a rehearsal space. So when we're playing with Rom, you know, we have our you know our rehearsals here. So it's just like home, really. It's right. like a second skin. Um, and I've been here for so long, I'm so comfortable. I mean, I've seen this room transform in different phases and different things. I mean, it's, it's generally been the same, but man, you know, I'm telling you now. Uh, obviously as you're listening to this, you know, I, I'm so sorry that I forgot to bring my iPad cause I was going to get this on video. Cause it, it, it truly does. It's, it's man, it's well lit. It's, it's acoustically just sexy. Well, I mean, now well, see, <laughs> at least they well won't be able to, to, to see how bad I look. You know, they, can, <laughs> they won't know that I didn't shower today and you know, I mean, you're smelling it, but my 33 year old ass. <laughs> so, but man, yeah, this is, this is great. Uh, I, I just, I think it's amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't. I jam periphery on the run, killed it. Listen to you guys all the way down here, and I do mean the entire way. That's a forty-seven minute trip, and I didn't even finish all the music. <laughs> uh, and and I was thinking to myself because uh, the weather is now just oh so sexy. Oh I mean, yeah, it was eighty. Gorgeous. I went when I went running. It was seventy-three, and then on the way down here is eighty-one. All windows down. You guys just turned up, just riding, and I got to thinking to myself, and I just, I just found myself just like looking up in the sky. I was like, "What is Tibetan sky burial?" <laughs> I should ask that question. Ah, uh, so you didn't Google it? No, I. It's always I, a fun experience. I came because I felt there would be multiple <laughs> choices, and I didn't want to well, ruin, you know. There's always a visual when you Google Tibetan sky burial, and the, very the, good visuals. the visual is uh, carry-on birds consuming the dead. So it's a it's okay. a ritual done in Tibet um, because of the terrain there that it's mountainous. Um, being able to actually bury your dead is not really an option. Um, and there's more modern ways that they deal with this, um, I think, through um, cremation. Um, but still, uh, it, but it's it's what what stuck with me and when I first heard about it and why I chose to name the project, this was 
it's just a beautiful cycle of life because they, they believe that once the that body has left the or once the soul has left the body it's just a vessel at that point so that sure. person is no longer there it's regardless the of where they exactly and so what they do um to feed into to nature in to perpetuate that cycle of life they just leave the they're dead there um, and they, they some leave the body intact but they also will prepare obviously not done by family members anybody close to them because it's just too horrific yeah. but there's like a whole week-long procession there's even like a kind of like a funeral march for leading up to that whoa this is almost it's, like it's, some roman viking shit it's, yeah yeah it's, it's very <laughs> yeah it's very intensive or maybe um, they got it from tibet because i'm pretty sure I, Tibet was probably around. Right. Well, actually, a little longer. Or maybe around the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to claim I'm a historian. <laughs> but, I'm just going to set a marker in, in, in audition and be like, right here, no fact checked. And then. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I came across it, I was just, because at the time I was just kind of like, my, my mind was just kind of a little bit obsessed with death, to be honest. And so I was looking up different ways of the body. Like, there's, there's a museum of the, the, the like there, sure. that, that science experiment as well, or not experiment, that science. Um, uh, it was like a na- international tour. Tour, right thank yeah. you. That's what I was looking for. Like that corpses, city to city with corpses, and they they would you know people's bodies were donated to science, and they they would be kind of uh, dissected, dissected, and oh, there's and different like, you. Uh, yeah, the, the, right. Uh, uh, God, I, I know exactly what you're talking. about. I can't think of what that's called off the top of my head. As an automotive guy, they cross section, like a cross section. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Where because we were like, what's inside? And it's like, and just, just cut a it perfect, across. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go so, with that cross section. Cross section, yeah. <laughs> that works. But you know, I, I looked it up, and for me, just you know, from a spiritual point of view, and just it's just, I, I was all about it, you know. So, I think in naming the project this, it was a way for me as well to just kind of like gr- center myself and ground myself, and like just re- as a reminder to just be real and authentic with what you're doing, you know. And just because if I'm going to carry that name around, I don't want to like do something silly with it you know <laughs> because it's just such well, a it's, okay. it's sacred to their culture you know not, it's <laughs> yeah not not to because i want to i want to do this mental exercise what would the opposite of that be you know what i'm saying like if because obviously when you think about it and it's like woof, that's pretty fucking serious now it's like what was the opposite of that you know <laughs> anyway i'm sorry i'll do that on my own time <laughs> but uh that man that's really cool that's uh i'm definitely a firm believer in in well, I guess now, as I've been able to grow on my own outside of, you know, parental views and constraints, because I was raised in North Carolina in the woods, you know, then I did five years in the military. Oh, former guitar players from North Carolina. Oh yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, 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 Shane. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll 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 see each other. We'll know. We'll like, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like <laughs> oh, we always gave Shane shit just because, you know, he still had it. He's been here in Austin forever. He just moved back recently. That's why he actually is not with us. Oh, okay. Um, he just went back home just to get a degree. Uh he's got okay. a daughter, so he's just trying to like get some Amen. education. Get you know, he wants to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um but yeah, we'd always make fun of him just because he still has a bit of that, that twang. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he grew up in the shadow of the mountains, you know, he's a, he's a self-described feral child. Oh, then, yeah. Then I know exactly. Yeah. He's probably somewhere like in that lower Appalachia, like Boone or, you know, somewhere. He tells us cause he loves his phone and the internet. Like he, we'd be having rehearsals here and he would be filming us and not, not even knowing it. And he'd send it to me and I'd see it when we were done. And I've got filters on me. Like I would just have these like big old cheeks and hard eyes and I saved all of it. I have a folder called dumb shit in my phone and it's just has everything he's ever sent of me or to me of him goofing off. But, where he lives, there's, you know, it's still, it's still rolling in 2022. 
uh, he struggles with internet. Yeah. Just like a basic connection. Yeah. You know, it's my buddy lives literally at the, we call it a mountain. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very large elevated hill. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be winded when you get to the top. Right. And he, you know, when I call him, it's all cutting off. I'm like, Paul, Paul, or, and then and it's just the Verizon commercial, you know, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> and then I just, I just hang up and I was like, man, okay. It's, and it's crazy. Like what? I'm sorry. It's amazing to see there's still areas <laughs> like that nowadays. It's, yeah. I mean, Elon's launching Starlinks left and right and landing rockets like no problem. <laughs> North <laughs> Carolina. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> North Carolina, they can't even, I can't even complete a phone call. Yeah. Shane can barely send me a Shane meme. Shane can barely yeah. send an email. Come on. We need this type of infrastructure for memes. Okay, guys. Come on. Come on. Priority society. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Let's, uh, Ed, man, you've been kind of quiet. Let's, let's learn more about you. Have you always, has this always been like your, I guess, your jam, like your, your style? Or uh, were you in bands previously? Yeah, yeah. So everything I've done up until this point have been more metalcore, progressive, new metal, um, something slightly more complicated is what I usually went for. Sure. Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard anything that's related to black metal. So it's a good learning experience. It was some completely different than what I was used to. So definitely had to learn how to mellow back and groove with it a lot more than <laughs> being all fancy and stuff. But yeah, no, it's been a, it's been great so far. I mean, in the way I've been vibing with Rick and Rom, they've welcomed me in and I've been able to be part of the band and more than just playing bass. I've, launched ideas back and forth with him with like merch as well which has really helped me get creative <laughs> yeah with like Ed, ed's too humble i'm just gonna let you all know so we <laughs> yeah. all of the merch exists because of it but he he created like so we have candles you know he he pushed me to uh he made all of those from from scratch by the way like you know wait you're a candle maker no now he is yeah. uh, he's yeah. never, <laughs> never done it before he just comes to me one day he's just like I guess, I don't know, because I always post like these candle emojis with anything that we do because it's just, you know, we got a vibe to it and an attitude with the band. Yeah. And, and, you know, I you like mentioned to, like to wanting to have like the vibe and stage with like candles and spooky. And I'm like, why don't we just sell candles to people? God. So you're my, well, you're my kind of man, right? There. He's <laughs> yeah. great. He made magnets, you know, he's just like he just gets an idea and he just comes to me. Cause, you know, it's great that we live together because our schedule oh, live together. We live together. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Super efficient. So you used to live in the studio and now no, you I moved live in with, with your him. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> the house is great too, because it's so huge. Like, you know, we're renting and, but he works from home. I feel like I live alone most of the time. Honestly, I mean, I've got my dog, but right. you know, we'll like run into each other and you know, I get off work. He's getting, oh, he's on a break or something and we're just spitballing <laughs> ideas. It's really efficient because cool. You know, like, we still have our own personal space, but then we get to interact and talk band business in between the spots. And then we go back to like whatever we're doing. He's, he's, we're both busy. He's, so it's almost like you don't live together. It, oh, I mean, yeah. in a way, I mean, yeah. you guys have your own thing. It, yeah. It's, it's big enough for us to have like our own areas to yeah. be alone. So, yeah. So you can also have your privacy too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's, man, that's great. Yeah. yeah so it, I've, I've talked to some bands where it's, it's full tilt, three, four of them in the same house. And, <laughs> If you're doing your business and personal life together, you know, like there's boundaries you got to set, but yeah. it's really easy with us. Like it's really non problematic because of our schedules and lifestyles. Like I think the biggest gripe we have is probably dishes. But other than that, there's like <laughs> what, what household doesn't gripe about dishes? <laughs> oh God. I remember whenever I got out of the Marine Corps and moved to Greensboro, North Carolina to just live in a city, you know, by myself as a single person and, you know, just 
man, I had a lot of fun, but the goddamn dishes, uh, I lived with a bunch of youngins. I mean, I was 23 at the time, so still getting my legs, but I'd already been married, divorced, deployed. Like, I was, I was, you were fully grown up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was government grown up. You went through like 10 years of life. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I was 23, but had like 10, you know, a 33 year old's life worth of experience. I, I love that government grown up. That's perfect. That needs to be like a saying that it's, sticks. No, hey, you know, hashtag TM in the circle. That's mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I mean, it is, it is interesting. You know, like people look at me that, and I don't display, I don't present myself as, as the former Marine or, you know, military yeah. guy. It's just, I'm trying to be a big boy. And, and the guy's like, well, you know, I'll lease it to you and your friends. Just, you're in charge. And, I was like, where's the dishwasher? Oh, well, this house was built in like 53. <laughs> oh, damn. So damn. you've got. You are the dishwasher. You are the dishwasher. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So we set up a schedule and it did not work. And nope. That never works out. Atrocious. God. God. Why? Like, we would do them. I'm sorry. This is my personal pain. Uh, I'm just working through some things right now. <laughs> <laughs> These memories. But anyway, so you guys live together. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's Sorry a fish. For that oh no, you know, like I said, I was saying our biggest gripe was this. And even it's not that bad, really. You know, as long like, as it's not as bad as my experience, you guys are doing great. <laughs> Compared to other roommates I've had, it is nothing. There you go. Yeah, there you go. yeah, and it's it's been good, and we we get a lot accomplished, and you know, it, it's just a good like he's a good partner to have. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of good tag teaming and teamwork. Like Ed's gotten us a couple shows that we got coming up. We basically have one a month. You know, we don't have one this month in October, but we're doing one a month from here until January. Yeah. Finishing up recording. I think the big experiment right now has been playing as a three-piece because, we, you know, we lost... So I guess we can talk about a little bit of the history of the band for a second. Oh, yeah. So there's been... We're on our version 4.0 in two years. <laughs> uh, it's quite a bit. And, the, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, you know, the pandemic ex exacerbated people's lives and just forced decisions. So... You know, Brian was my old bassist and co-vocalist, and he's the one who got me to sing and scream. And, um, you know, he just had to, like, take a step back, you know, and just, like, mental health decisions and just kind of, like, sure. reevaluate where his life was to pursue. And he's doing great. You know, he's been doing, like, he's been driving for tours. He's been doing, he's, uh, he works at Far Out Lounge, you know, he's oh, stage cool. manager. I think he did stage managing for Devastation, so. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, Brian's a good dude. He's solid, a great musician. Like, he, he's he got a brilliant mind. He's got an ear for music. Like, he got me into a lot of like we just shared music that was our, our bond for a while but you know there was no you know hard feelings or anything like that you know we just hung out fairly recently and yeah. it's just kind of like okay so that kind of kicked off an intermittent period in the project in 21 and i was kind of reevaluating like, do i really want to just keep screaming and singing, or do i really feel more comfortable to be in the guitar player so i just had a, a demo i shot it out to roman from aerials and he heard it and he sent me i was at work and like within like 15 20 minutes he sent me back a full vocal take that he just <laughs> spit out and it was brilliant and i was like holy shit that dude's amazing i love he that is great. he's great oh yeah talented. he's a great friend yeah super talented awesome guy and um and i was like yeah all right let's make this happen so we were looking up like okay we need a bass player and so he like pulls like this list of three people out you know you know the first person's like this this is your guy like this guy's got like a five string bass he's just he's play, posting videos all the time he just plays all day like <laughs> this is the guy you want to like reach out to and so and i've seen your instagram that's that's yeah. that's that's some tasty work thank you oh, tasty yeah. work <laughs> Ed is very technically proficient. Like I'm still trying to like write new material to let him. Like you know, we have got a Ferrari and we're like, you know, when we're going 20 miles an hour right now, <laughs> I want to let him rip. You know, the material at some point is going to allow for it, but we just uh, got it. We're getting solidified right now. And uh, but yeah, you know, he, you know, he came over. We all hung out in this room, very room. You know, Roman's here. We're all, you know, I think Rom is here too, right? 
Uh, Ram was not here. Was the first time. Three. Okay, yeah. it was the first rehearsal then. Okay, so yeah, you know, we just like you know vibed it out, talked it out, it was cool, and like just we found out he's from El Paso. I was like, okay, like we already have like a connection. You're it's like, very, like, we're good. Asked yeah. him for his phone number, and he's like nine one five. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, mine's nine one five too. Yeah, like I, I love that. Whenever I'm at the shows, uh, or or just out and about, and I bump into someone I spoke to at the venue or somehow music related. And I'm like, what's your number? And I start punching it in and then I actually have it. I'm like, I did did you change your number? It's like, you just don't call. You know, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I, I I totally understand. And that's good that I guess does being from El Paso, does that help the 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 connection? I- yeah, well, like it I helps us so. talk about like stuff that we already just, know from back home. You know, there's right. just like a lot of I think experiences we've had because when you come, you know, everyone's got their own story to tell, and when you're from your own place in the world, there's just little nuances and things you just internalize that you can share with people that are from there, but you can't really share with other people that, that are not. Even Austin, like even though we're a collection of people from different places, we tend to just already know what the Austin vibe is once you get here, and people kind of oh yeah. There's an assimilation process like when you move anywhere, but here, you know, it's like there's a vibe and I feel like everyone is about this community and that's what I love about this city. And for us being from El Paso, there's just certain things with about desert people and culture and being in a border town as well. Desert, yeah, desert, <laughs> deserts, deserts breed kind of an extreme personality sometimes, you know? And so I think even if you're not an extreme personality yourself, you've been around enough. Right. For better or worse, you know? You're because, like, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that personality before. So. Right. And so there's just, there's just things that we kind of like just already like know. And there's a lot of things that, you know, you, you, when you're clicking with people and you're vibing stuff out, you just kind of internalize some things. Instinctually, I think we already knew like, oh, like there's just like cool like this dude's solid like i don't really got to worry about like a whole lot you know right. or if, in multitude of ways because i mean it's very like i you know I, I tend to like overthink things sometimes and so before even moving in i was like oh is this gonna be okay to like move in with my bass player because we're gonna have business and we're living together but it's actually been brilliant like it's been <laughs> yeah. great so yeah very much for the positive um but yeah you know you just look out when you're meeting people and whatnot sometimes but you know, version, what, that, I guess that was version three of the band because Roman, um, you know, it just got to a place where having two bands and trying to helm the two and give, because he is a very passionate individual oh, yeah. and professional. And so to be able to give it his all for two projects where he was in life just wasn't going to, yeah, it was yeah. just, <laughs> and we were kind of, you know, like it was, you know, there was a point in time in 21 where Roman, Shane and myself were all just kind of going through our own thing in different ways. And we were all burnt out because we were desperately trying to get rehearsals and stuff going but i think we've we've had several canceled shows that were not because of us it was just something happened with the tour or the show and then covid it was just uh, all of that and between 20 and 21 so we had i think we had three or four shows that just got canceled because we did a live stream at kick button 20 and then the first show we played was only in august this year yeah, since that whoa. point it was a long time and it wasn't for a lack of trying it was just obstacles kept getting thrown in the way and they were different shows were canceled or people left band yeah. right and so you know we got to we were finally at a place where like okay we're finally having rehearsals we're in 22 at the start of this year you know we've got shane roman myself we had gotten like i think four songs that we had done with roman um and me i was still doing vocals but i was more the backup at backup, that point yeah. and uh you know, Roman had to step back, but it's just a few weeks later, uh, Shane just, you know, he'd been, he'd been going through some stuff too. And he was like, you know, this is in the best interest of myself and my daughter, but I need to move back home temporarily to go to school and get this all done. So, you know, I respect that. It's like, obviously, man, yeah, you got to take care of that. And same thing with Roman too. So, you know, we're 
it's so at that point, you know, it's Ed and I, you know, and I'd moved in. That was I moved in in April, I think. And so that happened in yeah. May. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, let's <laughs> this is this is this is a critical moment of like the band is going to cave in on itself and fold. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> North. Damn. Okay, you can edit that right there and then I'll punch back in right here. No, that was that, that was leave that one in. That was <laughs> So yeah, I know we're You're just like, hey, yeah, let's move in. This is all gonna work out really great. Next month, <laughs> womp, 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 womp. Uh, like so, Ed, what are we doing now? So <laughs> right new music, guys. Uh, so it's that critical moment of like, okay, we're, this caves in and it's just gonna burst in, or we just dig deep and figure it out. And so I got this plan in my head. I was like, okay, we've so we've got all this material from different versions and people because even. You know, Brian, one of the last songs that Roman worked on, you know, they never they never met or were, were in the same room at all. It's completely different timelines. Oh. But there's, you know, this perpetual idea from the song, you know, was developed by Brian and I just ran with it. And so I was like, how do I make all of this work? Because it's I don't want to you know, the band needs to sound the same, even though there's different people in here. I'm the core. I'm the consistency. Rom has been that consistency as well. And to stay true to what I want to accomplish and do, like, how do I make all this work? Because it was starting to drift. Cause I mean, with Roman, it was going to change a little bit, but I was committed to that idea at that point because we'd only had the one release. And so I was like, that's fine. Cause in the long-term trajectory, it'll make sense later. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of re- trying to recalculate. And so what we ended up coming up with is, and we're, we're recording this month. Um, we've got the drums already done. We did all that first. Uh, we're not, you know, we're doing this kind of in like a piece by piece, type of way and we're doing di tracks ourselves for the guitars and bass for uh four tunes one of them is a b-sides and remix release that's mm. going to be out ideally next year i don't have a date yet um we're still in the process of it and we got to talk to a few that people out. and make sure. things happen behind the scenes you know for all that but you know it's coming together you know the artwork's there you know we're just kind of piecing it together uh, and um you know that is a song, one of the B-sides. Two of, two of them are B-sides and two of them are remixes. Two of the songs were written at the time of Lamenta. One of them was recorded at the time of Lamenta, but just didn't fit the album. Mm. But it had already been mixed. And we was just kind of like, and it's it's a really pretty song. Um, you know, that there's a dear friend of mine that my year started off with, with, with a lot of death and she had passed away unexpectedly. And those lyrics had already been recorded and written about me. It was actually about myself visualizing my own death at Ooh. the time. And... A lot of just the words that I used were very just specific and personal to her and things. And I just kind of therapeutically wrote the synth part um, when I learned of her passing for like about two or three weeks before I went out back home to, to deal with all that. And I didn't even realize that the song needed that. And uh, we added that in and Kafir mixed it. And I think it's the strongest, most mature track that we've done oh. to date. It just it didn't fit the album, but it needed to, to live. And right. uh we, we did we did play it live during the live streams because we were still kind of like wasn't weren't sure at that point if it was ended up on the album or not and uh, it's a really pretty track so that's the you know that's on there we did another one that we play live called Stoicisms and uh, we're doing DIs for that and then the remixes where they're just two different flavors from two different individuals like one one's an industrial feel another one's kind of more of like a, an epic feel and um, that'll be coming out and then the other tracks we did with Roman and those are all going to be singles and he's you know he'll be on there and. Uh, I'm still, you know, we're performing one of those tracks now, even at our shows called Yakruna. It's uh, it was that was a challenge for me to learn that because it's you know Roman's vocal style is different than mine. Oh, yeah, so, right. it, it, you know, that was a track when we were playing it when we had at the time with Roman. When we were writing it, I was just like, oh, cool! I can actually just like 
ha- sit back and play guitar here and this is easy <laughs> enough. Then I had to learn his vocal style and do those patterns. And it's just it's not even in the same ballpark, but it made me better to do that. You know, it's because he's, he's got such a very, he's, his lyricism is, is like no other and his vocal style, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's very rhythmic. It's, and he, he can put a lot of words in a small amount of space. Right. And so I had to really adapt to that for that track. And uh, it's one of those songs we were, we've been opening up the sets with it since we've been playing. And I know I'm finding that maybe we need to put this in a different spot sometimes, because if I'm coming in cold, it's a little, it's a little jarring at first. I'm like, Oh man, I don't know if I'm warmed up for this. Cause it's, I forget yeah. until we start getting some spots. I'm like, yeah, I'm just mouthing off here for a second. Yeah. So You're like, the, oh, the scrolling marquee in my head is broke. Yeah. <laughs> watermelon, watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so we got all we got all that cooking, you know, so it's just, you know, we, we got we, we were able to, you know, bring it in, get it together. And, uh, we, you know, we've got these loose times. I think those singles will probably come out next year at some point. And what we're doing is solidifying the lineup right now. We're, you know, we're working with uh, Charlie of Red Death. Um, Rom's still playing with us and we're just kind of rolling with that set up um intermittently as we keep playing shows sure. and we've got a couple people we're talking to about playing guitar you know we've we, ed, 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 <laughs> here's a funny quick little side note story we uh this is, probably is a moment that tested our friendship a bit because i am more of a <laughs> vibe kind so. of person even though like i you know i played like we realize what kind school. of musicians we are you know yeah because <laughs> okay. i i'm not i'm not so much of a like let me read tablature i mean i can read bass cliff because i was a bassist and i played trombone but okay. i don't read like uh, uh, treble cleft as a guitarist. I mean, I can read tabs and play that, but reading that, it just it's, it hinders me because I'm more yeah. of a play by ear kind of person. But Ed is, you know, he's very proficient and can read and <laughs> write and transcribe and all really? this stuff. And so, yeah. oh, yeah, he's very talented. And so we had to, we had to, you know, we played with Skunk from a good Rodring for oh, our yeah, our, uh, Skunk. August. Yeah, great dude, yeah. great dude, super yeah. solid musician, great guy. I love him. And that guy's uh, got a lot of soul. I love. Oh him. yeah, he yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's an amazing guitar player. He's such a how do I put this? He's just such an interesting character. You know, oh, I love yeah. him. Like and we, I mean we, that with love. Yeah, like, absolutely. We did a podcast with him in 2020 when I had it with Shane. Yeah, the skunk cast, right? Yeah, or, I, uh, no. Um, oh, I feel like I, I feel like I know. Anyway, but yeah. But, you know, it, it was fun. We had, we had a ton of fun with that. We were, we were getting a little drunk then. I was like middle of winter. We we're all still in quarantine. So I was just kind of like, well, whatever. <laughs> Man, that's, that's, that, that reminds me of like the first. 30 iterations of this podcast it was just it was more just like shooting the shit shooting the shit yeah, hanging yeah. Out. i mean to now like you know obviously where you know how the way that we're conducting this and everything has evolved into a more professional setting right i kind of miss those rowdy fucking podcasts <laughs> you know? i miss Let's do it every once in a while you know just yeah i mean we were interviewing barry the rod one night and then magically nice. we were like hey we think this is a great idea let's just tell people the address and Tell them to come over. <laughs> Fucking random people came over. Chris ate a dog biscuit and cussed out his girlfriend. Oh, I mean, I got so high there when we interviewed a band named Filth from North Carolina, South Carolina. They'll oh, yeah, they're like debatable. death metal. Huh? It, they're death metal, right? Uh, Lord, hardcore, hardcore. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just and Dustin, he's he's just a big old teddy bear. And anyway, so yeah, man. I mean, it's just a lot of cool shit has happened when you were just a little bit, you know, not so precautious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but those are, those are the cool, those are the cool core memories that I like. Uh, uh, so yeah, I could, well, we, we were trying to we were, we were trying to troll skunk a little bit because we we had the TV set up in the background and so we were already drinking and we were just like, what if we just get some like uh, some uh, uh, 
uh, hentai going on in the background. I was going to call it anime porn, but I was like, what if we just get some hentai playing and we just, you know, he just turns on the laptop and then he's just, we're all here and he's just like, what? And, what is that? What the, f- you know, and okay. then, but you couldn't see it on the laptop. So we're like, oh, it was like, it was a, it was a valiant attempt. But Man. I think we ended up talking about like, we, we coined the term Walland in the wild, which basically meant Shane, Shane. Walland is his last name. Uh, and he's the meme master. And anybody that's ever messaged Shane has at some point gotten something that they wish they hadn't in their inbox <laughs> while you're at work or work something. Shit. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, we ended up coining it that night. You're getting Walland in the wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen some things that I can't unsee because of that man, and I love him for it. There yeah. are, yeah, there's, everyone's got that friend that will push that limit. They'll be like, and, and and even, you know, even in today's PC world, uh, I I think it's just the fact that you have to just know, like, oh, that's definitely a joke. Right. This is, there's no seriousness behind it. So, and, but man, my buddy Dave, he will whoa uh, like, <laughs> yes i saw it i right as you're with a client was, i did not reply um on red Go- government agent see that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's in my phone know that i did the right thing and deleted it immediately yeah, it's they, not saved they, i only opened it because i didn't know that's it i don't i was not aware of the uh the content of the image and i want to make sure and i immediately deleted uh cia if you're listening not it so um, and I hope this doesn't hurt my chance for the presidency. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I've, I've been told, they were like, Ryan, you should run for office. You, you do great. You're you're a middle-aged white dude, blue-collar, military vet. <laughs> yeah. You know, never Texas been Texas will jail. vote for you. Dude, yeah, definitely. I, mean, I, got, I checked all the fucking boxes. And I was like, man, I'd never fucking win. But the only thing I would hate is just the, the social media scrutiny that would come with that. You know? Uh, I mean, you know. I think there's just a lack of understanding of nuances, you know, in today's society, in today, here we are, in today's society, (laughs) you know, there's just the people, I mean, like there's things that like, you know, that I'm glad we have evolved from, from saying our, our, uh, acting out on or whatnot, but there's just, I don't know. It's a very sensitive culture sometimes. And it's, it's a bit too sensitive. And I mean, it's not for a lack of like, not, Obviously, you don't believe in anything like horrid, you know, right? Like racism, transphobia, anything like homophobia, anything like that, right? It's just, you know, unacceptable. But at the same time, you know, there's some things that are just, just jokes, not at the expense of other people, but just jokes in general. You know, there's just like memes that exist. You get some things, and I'm just like, this, okay, this didn't hurt anybody. I mean, did it? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's just, you know, it's an, you know, yeah. I mean, ideas can be dangerous, but at the same time, it's like there's just a lack of nuance for for better or worse too. It kind of that's, that's my was, take. I was thinking about it because, uh, like y'all's y'all's flavor of music is is a niche. I think. Oh, it's absolutely, very niche. absolutely. You, <laughs> you got to be into it. And I'll admit, I mean, it's like it, when I find a, uh, when I get it when I get a chance to like learn more about the band members uh, of the of the different you know genres that I'm not particularly like. That's my fucking jam, you know. Like right. it, it now, you know, this whole experience, I'll have a totally different view or listen on when I listen to your music again or see you live or something, you know. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, like yard signs for political parties, like vote for this person, you know, whatever, whatever. You can, you can, you can. <laughs> I'm gonna try to phrase this right. You can, you can look at someone, and you can probably guess within reason like where they line up politically but with music 
it's like oh no yeah you ne- never, never know, know. Yeah. so like like system of a down like you know like i think they're yeah. three of them are liberals and their drummers are republican i think that way out in metal injection you know so yeah. the, and i wouldn't even care other than the fact that i'm just seeing it in my feet and i'm like oh i'm like okay that's right a, that's a thing <laughs> i was just i was just thinking to myself uh you know because like the car that i drive is is is, is a it's a luxury kia but i got it for i got it for 23 grand so let's let's you know, it's it's nice car, but I mean, it, it, but then I'm in it jamming your music at the stoplight, just loud as fuck. And I'm just curious, like, I wonder what other people are thinking if they like are witnessing. <laughs> just roll up to you banging out some dude. I was, metal. <laughs> yeah, like this. I think it's the second track. Uh, of, uh, scorned. No, I'm sorry. It says of. So I can't remember. Of death and of delusion. Death and delusion. Yeah, that track. It starts with like blast beats. Yeah, Ooh, that one out of what I listened to today, I think spoke to me the most. And I got to admit, I've real over the past year or so, probably maybe probably a year or so, I've really been paying attention to bass because I feel like that's the glue between yeah. the drums and the guitars. Yep. But man, there is this one part where my speakers they can't handle it on one section. But then it's the only thing it can handle in another set. Like it went from, I couldn't really hear the bass. I could hear guitars. But then over here, it's like, I heard all the bass and no guitars. And I just wanted to say, like, are, are you on? No, he okay, wasn't. So on. That's not another fun fact about Lamenta. Uh, most, <laughs> mo- well, mo- most of those bass parts, I would say, I mean, Brian is on there, but uh, for the recording purposes, I think. Probably um, 75, 80% was me playing that. No shit. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I, I, was... I, I wrote, I wrote the, the album, you know, most of it, Brian and I like, uh, yeah, okay. Brian really. So the lyrics to omens, which I'll bring up that track because we did the, the remixes we did are of omens because it's a long track. And I it think it's a long track. It's like seven, seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's long. long. But it, it's a heavy it's a song. water burger line weight. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A post pandemic water burger line weight song. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it. You oh, know, I'm so sorry. I just said that's about right. And my, the, my water burger line. So. I know, I know. So does so does yeah. Ours is off airport, and every time I pass by, and I'm thinking yeah, like, do I want to stop here? I'm like, absolutely not. Not even close. <laughs> but anyway, I but, digress. It's uh, you know, we did the remix on that because Brian and I didn't really feel like we, you know, com- completed it because it was missing something, and I think it just needed some more ambiance to it. There's some in there, but it's a very intimate track because for him, that was about the the passing of his father lyrically, and wow. we wrote that track in the studio. It wasn't something like wasn't an idea that it had com- that we'd come up with. Like literally, I was you know being the lack of a prof- or a proficient musician and cl- being classically trained. When I'm sitting there making caveman noises and grunting to Rom. And Kafir and I are like coming up with this idea and Rom's looking at us like, what? And like, are you, you're wasting my, what are we doing right now? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Play do, do, sh-? like, what, what does this mean? You know, that's how you and, gotta do it, man. And he just, you know, we came up with the concept literally in the room. He did that. And there was no, I mean, there's guitar parts and there's structure, but beyond con- there's no concept for lyrics. You know, I think I was really into this converge track at the time and I was kind of like jamming that. And that's kind of where it came from. And, uh, you know, Brian joined the project and I, I could never find a, a theme or something that I could really authentically relate to over that track. And for him, that was therapeutic to really get that out. And it's a beautiful song. I mean, it's that track has gotten me lyrically through some stuff. Because I mean, it's like even though Brian's the primary performer on that, those are his clean vocals. Those are his 
uh, guttural growls that you hear, I'm there as the backup on that one. And I have to perform it now. And I had to reimagine yeah. it. And, you know, f- as an artist, you really want to give the most authentic experience. So I had to find a place for me to get into Headwise to be able to, like, emote that when we play that song live. And, I ended, you know, live we have some other uh, strings that are attached to it now that kind of help really set the, the mood and the pace of it. Where when we were playing it originally, it was kind of lacking in some of that. So you just didn't kind of have that vibe. But when we performed it so far, I'm really liking the vibe I've gotten from the audience because you just you know, you just come out of a song that's kind of like very abrasive and it just, you know, the strings come in and you Mellows can just feel up. the energy shift no, a bit. Yeah, I, w- I will say production wise, it, it, it's very well done. And, and, and Oh, Kefir. Yeah, Kefir, Kefir and is that's, great. And, and again, that's from somebody that I understand. I guess, I guess I can understand it as much as I need to, to like how all of like, because, and I think the other reason like the music is so long is like there's just, you're trying to paint a picture like you're there's a lot of information that you're trying to exactly. translate or i guess get across um and plus it's very I dynamic like, yeah i like it too because you get to you get to get a a little bit of everything you know it's yeah cleans and like long drones and like drum work you know bass and it's 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 just Fuck it, yeah. Go for seven for, minutes. Count me in. <laughs> you know, let's get it. Yeah, you know, I'm a big post metal fan, and ISIS is one of my favorite, you know, influential bands. And I love the Perfect Circle, and I love technical death metal like Gojira. And yeah. so you can, I think you can hear all those bands on Lamenta. And I, I would argue that it's our. I'm taking this from like Adam Jones of Tool because when Ten Thousand Days came out, he was like, "This is our blues album." Yeah. Before the album had come out, and I was like, <laughs> "What does that mean coming from Tool?" Because yeah. Anima's great. Ladder House was you know, mind blowing for a lot of people in that era and time. And I'm like, what does your blues album blues. mean? And then they, you know, in retrospect, I'm like, I get it. And I feel like <laughs> we just did a weird thing or I did except where I was, you know, and the way, you know, meeting Brian and him, the, the heavy matter, you know, mm-hmm. that came out. It was our blues album because I, I feel like, you know, you mentioned of death and delusion just being this banger. Yeah. You know, the music has gotten more aggressive because there are death metal influences that we have, but it just wasn't on that album. It was more of our, we really leaned into the post and atmosphere of that first one. And, I think with this new lineup that we're that we're building in the direction we're heading, especially with the new songs and material, you know, it's going to be um, they're going to be there's going to be a lot of bangers. I think we're you know a lot more high energy than there was, but but not to, we're not. I mean, I write how I write, I make what I make, and I say what I say, right? So the no, atmosphere yeah. is still there, and that's, all that. Yeah, that's one thing that I and and I know it's not like a broken record or a paid advertiser for fucking periphery, but it just, it just translates because when they ask them about, and I've heard this from countless artists and it makes 100% sense is you make the music for you first and foremost. Like you got some shit that you need to get off your chest and you got a riff and then you pass by your bro in the hall. You're like, dude, Hey man, I got this riff idea. Let's work on this. And then all of a sudden it turns into just this magical, you know, big theatrical, not theatrical piece, but I mean, that's where it starts. And I'm, you know, it's, I'm, it's good to hear that because they were all like, yeah, Oh yeah. You know, in a roundabout day, they were like, fuck our fans. This is for us. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really, you know, there's a certain level I think you reach where you're trying to balance like timeline schedules and there's pressure you've got to oh, yeah. do meet this release date at this level to do as well as the last thing did. Yeah. And so I think artists as an artist, I think that's what separates the pros from everybody else because you are still balancing your authentic art and people recognize and connect with it while you're actually dealing with the business side of it as well. Right. And so at the end of the day, though, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's like, I think it's why social media is so lucrative to people because you people 
want to resonate with something that's authentic. And I think anything, regardless of what your medium is, as long as you're authentic about it mm-hmm. and you've made your peace with that and people like it, you know, I think there's an interview with Maynard and, and, and he did with Revolver. He, he says, I'm going to try to pair, I'm not going to try to quote it, but just paraphrase sure. it. But he, uh, he just said, you know, people don't owe you anything is what he says. You know, you have to do it for yourself at the end of the day. And if people like it and resonate it, then great, you know, but if they don't, I mean, people don't owe you anything. You know, you need to go out there as an artist yourself and just do it because you love it, not because you're wanting right. allocates from it. And in some people, you know, and good for them, you know, if you can get away with like, uh, you know, with a, with a brand, you're talented, like, Hey, good for you. I don't, I'm not going to knock that, you know, but right. I, I did shows a, a niche route. <laughs> I'm not expecting to play uh, a stadium Arenas. doing black and post metal, you know, not yet. with not yet. death boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even then, like, you know, we're not, we're not going to fill up the, the Beyonce crowd or any of that. You know what I mean? We're, we are, you know, I am what I am. We do what we do, but that's okay with it because it, it started with this being therapy for me. I mean, that's really imagine, what it is. Imagine if the effort that went into pop music and R&B and the shit that's on repeat on 90.7 or 9, the, the <laughs> like, God, change the fucking, get get a deep cut. Like, there's more than one song on an CD, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But imagine if they put the effort into... Oh, there's just, a there's, niche uh, genre for for just like not not for like shits and giggles, but like right. we'll, we'll see what works. I mean, I think we had it in in our in our area, you know, in the, in the late '90s and 2000s. I think you know there was a moment where there was you know the industry was still there, and you Dude. could still. The problem was it got oversaturated, and the yes. people were just like, "Oh, yeah, like I've heard, like, I've heard three thousand of these same of the same <laughs> you know post grunge band or yeah. whatever it is, you know," and then. Same thing with the new metal. There's a minute where it's like they're, they're, we got our classics in the bands. Like man, I just we just saw Mudbane together, and that was yeah. that was great for me because oh, I've I never super seen excited them. about that. Yeah, we went on a, <laughs> with, on our little yeah, Mr. Proficiency <laughs> on our little hangout last night. It was it was a uh, uh, like a uh, corn music video, uh, disturbed music video. Like it was all like it was like oh like early like late nineties, early two thousands, and oh, the new I, metal classics. Yeah, and I asked my and <laughs> the kids was, love it. It made a comeback too. Yeah, oh, it's making a comeback. That. Yeah, and I think I think. Uh, that actually kind of leads into what I was going to ask uh, is so through the pandemic, I guess probably maybe 20s. It's hard to like pin it when it kind of like started to take off, but the pandemic really like jump started. It was the, the single, single, single EP, you know, like yeah. the, the, the constant drip feed of, of music. entertainment, yeah. Yeah, music content. Yeah. And I personally miss, I mean, now that I'm, I, I, I wasn't in, I wasn't in this mindset before, but I am now. Like, I do miss the the year long break where the artists are uh, taking time off to write a new album, so they're not stressed or pressed for time or you know under deadlines, and they can balance their work and life and and business. I'm, I'm sorry, work and personal life, and you know, family and friends, and go on vacation and stuff. Because I feel like you know, if like, hey man, Tibetan's going in the the studio for you know eight months, we'll 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 be around there's a chance for another band to kind of step in that may not have had a chance or, you know, right. And, and, the, but, and that's album cycle. Yeah. And then guess what? In eight months, they're going to go away. Brand new. And, right. now, and now you're back up. Like I've, I missed the anticipate anticipatory Is that a fucking word? It is now. <laughs> I, I, and, Anticip- anticipation. <laughs> Anticipationist. Anticipatoriness. Antip- I don't know. 
I think it's still there though. That I feeling. mean, you know, there <laughs> in the end, in like, so I'm going to, I'm going to totally plug a playlist that I, I curated because no, go for it. we did a, uh, just something just kind of like to let people know like what we're listening to, but. Oh, Hey, yeah, and, actually. So we don't uh, run a, run a foul. Uh, we're on time limit here. Yeah. I think, I think another, another five. And we'll sure. Yeah. Take your time. Um, just uh, all the ads, spot sponsorships, uh, you know, who you want to shout out and any uh, final. No, oh, for sure. Final notes. Well, I'll, but yeah, continue the story. Sorry. I'll, I'll finish the story and then we'll do the plugs. Yeah, the I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let Ed think about it for me and then we can like <laughs> remember where that, are we, do we, are we saying everything we need to say, you know, yeah. a long list of um, but yeah, you know, we, you know, I, I created this playlist and uh, a lot of the bands on there, you know, it's, it's what's in my head. It's what's inspiring to us. And just to go back to what we were talking about, you know, with these album cycles, I think you find it in the underground genres. Like a lot of these bands are black and post metal or just some deviation of atmospheric yep. underground metal and that's what i what my ear gravitates towards and gayria you know they just put out an amazing album the first one was great too who is this uh gary it's actually these dudes oh um oh, okay. they're, they're from portugal and they just put this album out but it's their vocals are intense but it's just it's just really good writing like it's just and they have a very good visual aesthetic going on too because Shout they went to europe for just being amazing at music oh yeah i mean these dudes wear these black masks and it's got like these symbols on them and it's, it's like all the gold the yeah you know, like, yeah like, and they're really good with that yeah like me- like amazing. yeah metalcore and all that fun stuff but once you get into the 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 longer play like metal the longer symphonic. the longer play stuff is still doing the album cycles you know because yeah. we're we're kind of straddling i mean just because of our situation we, we're you know we've got the singles coming out but that's because there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen from different time areas and places <laughs> and it's all going to sound the same in right. uniform but it was better to put those out individually and because they're kind of there's some tracks that like one of them that we do with roman it's a fun song you know brian's idea is perpetuated on it roman's vocals are on it but it's very <laughs> it's a crossover it's not something that i think will you'll see us sound like again which will be fun when we put it out and we're going to fall into that single category but right. what i really am trying to focus in on is to have us as a core unit with our permanent members go into the studio like a band should and just really knock out something that says hey we are artists we put the time into this and this is what we're the statement we're making as instead a of piece. as a as it'll be a four piece, four piece yeah, yeah 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 just so that way we've got you know our different personalities and mindsets put into that effort and not trying to cater to the algorithms or trying to cater to that because i mean you everyone everyone knows we're all playing that game you got to do it but uh, you know like we're God, putting don't we? Yeah. But, you know, we're not, we have no, I mean, because we're niche and because people listen to us because they, they you either like it or you don't, you know, <laughs> you know, we're, there's no reason for us to like cater a whole album to like, like, you know, we're not going to make an album of, of nine singles, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to be an album of like, some of these might do better than others, but at the end of the day, this is what we wanted to do. You yeah. Know? Right. Staying true to that. So, yeah, I guess we can, uh, and you're going to get to put your fingers on it now, huh? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in the band. <laughs> no, he's, I just yeah, get we, on stage, play bass, jump around. That's what I do. Like his first year was a lot of it spent is like us working on material that got shelved, and now we pulled those out for the singles, and then we're gonna pick up where we left off, and we've got our lineup set in stone by the end of this year. Uh, from probably like 21, where we've got a few things that we worked on, but we just haven't been able to work on, so we had to like clean up everything else and get you know and get sure, it out just there. doing damage control and yeah yeah well, not damage control, just surviving you know <laughs> yeah. sur- surviving trying to get like a live set list going you know right Generally, and yeah like the on stage so we can actually have shows yeah because we were going to get away from the lamenta stuff with roman but then we ended up going back to it because we needed to have <laughs> it material to play and right. so 
and it, what I like about it is even the, the some of the like Yukruna that we're playing, like it still sounds like us, you know. And even Ed's in the band and his playing, like he's, you know, it's just there's not going to be this huge shift from the first album. I mean, you know, maybe the songs will be a little bit different, but I think over the long trajectory, you're going to see it all pieced together and be like, oh, I mean, maybe people will listen to it, and not even realize that the members change. They'll just right. see it and hear it and be like, oh, and they like they went to a, they got like a, I don't know. We'll see where we end up. I yeah, mean, I it's, not, say, it's not for uh, me to what, judge. What they, yeah, <laughs> and that's the, that's the other thing is like, what should this fans fans expect? And it's like, well, this is because then if you put the expectation out there and it doesn't right. land, you know, I'm just more of a fan of like, here's new music. Yeah, that's exactly. what it sounds like. Shit. Yeah, see how it's changed. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you well, know, like, I, and plus, it's I, it's exciting for me to, you know, get to get to talk to the bands where there has been some changes, and so now. You know, like I, I'm, I wasn't familiar with you guys. You know, pre, I don't know, more than a handful of months ago, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and no offense. It's just, oh no, no worries. Yeah, it, it, like, you know, so much I, music all over the place. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. I've been doing this for eight <laughs> fucking years, and I'm still meeting new bands. Oh, we, that's cool. We're still just trying to, like, we're finally getting out. That was the problem. We just had so many issues to get out of the floodgates. Like the yeah. album was done. We did, we did the music video. I don't know if you had a chance to check that out. No, uh, yeah. For it, what song? Oh, we did it for Flesh Rot. Oh, oh, by the way, Flesh Rot, the opening fucking tasty oh thank you thank Tell you him right there i mean <laughs> i i inst i had stank face like while well, just driving just like oh yes i look over i'm like flesh rot yeah sound match name <laughs> it's got a good group <laughs> like, dude i was i don't know it's just that's the first thing that that, that i thought of i was like oh this is mad. but yeah that I, one know, was very much me I, even the synths every, i did pretty much less the drums it's rom but i mean that was very that's the most of me you hear in any of the songs and of death and delusion i think those oh, are the okay. two that i would that's most me scorned and omens are more brian but those two and melancholy was a mismatch of brian and i oh overall man again on just like first take like i really enjoyed the you know, forty-five plus minutes that I got to spend with you guys in the car. You know, like that yeah. was I appreciate. Glad that. you enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it was good, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing what you can do now that I've seen, you know, I stalked your Instagram. <laughs> oh, this guy's a slapper, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what's your IG? Uh, my IG or, is what's all your ads. I'm sorry, but, uh, fucking boom. I know. We'll, 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 we'll knock it all out. So you, you know, you can follow us at Tibetan Sky Barrel Texas on Instagram. Facebook is the same. Uh, we've got our Bandcamp. There were more active if you want to like really ex- get a more personal experience like uh, this. Bandcamp, Band yeah, because we're you know I'm not going to flood your emails, but if you want to know like what we we're actually doing, you know, stuff. yeah, yeah. If you want to subscribe to it, hit us up there. You are know. they? Are they? I feel like Bandcamp is like the more music or band friendly. They cater a lot to they got, DIY like, was it free, free Fridays, right? Yeah, they got yeah. like Band Fridays where all the proceeds go to the band if you buy yeah. it that day. I hadn't like been on there in a, like you know, a minute and they even do like an in-house mastering service for vinyls and stuff. Like they've really expanded. They're really trying to cater to like the working band, you know? That's cool. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, I, I, I always like try that to platform. figure out like where to like, you know, certain people are like, oh yeah, go to Spotify. Like, oh no, Apple music or like, oh no, Pandora. It's like, so, so Bandcamp is y'all's gig. Yeah. I mean, Bandcamp, if you really want to get like a really a personal touch, you know, I mean, not to say like, you know, I mean, cause we're, I, I am active <laughs> on Instagram mainly, but it's a, Facebook is a copy paste. Cause I'm not on Facebook really, you know? Yeah. No, I just, I, I feel like you're like, like go to the band camp and sign up for a free dinner with Rick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You'll get the sexy uh, fire emergency yeah. candles. Yeah. Get on sale. Fireside chat with Rick. Yeah. That's it. It's like 15 bucks. Yeah. I'll buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's because it's got, a, it's all in one. It's got our music. It's got a merch. And if you, you know, for people that really want to support us, you know, all, I mean, all of anything that is support is just going to go into funneling more art, you know, at the end of the day. So, we're um, just feeding the beast. 
yeah. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I think, man, this is. I think you know, it 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 would be really cool um, to 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 go and tour big stadiums and this you know all this stuff. But then at the same time, it's kind of like all the it's a lot of work all the stuff that goes into it you know yeah, like full time job you I know mean, it's, and it's it's and i you know shout out to you know all the bands that do tour you know oh, yeah. and, and busting and their it, ass working hard but for you know for bands that are just like hey we're just we're local scene we're local routes like still that's i don't know i'm just a just a uh, grassroots guy so <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll take this as far as it'll go you know that that's kind of where i had think when i was younger i had bigger aspirations but honestly you know, doing this for yourself that, you know, people resonate with it. Great. And if we can continue in roads and, and present ourselves in this professional light and people vibe with that and they like the art. Great. I mean, I, I will, will take it as far as it will go, you cool. know? Yeah. I think, I, but I don't expect up to the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're in Madison square. Uh, uh, maybe like the garden in Madison. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what about you, man? Do you got any like personal shout outs or, uh, thank yous or anything uh yeah i mean i'm just a personal shout out to everybody who's been following us uh we do have a couple of big shows the big one being insight uh december 11th i believe it's a sunday yes it's a sunday so if you guys got december nothing going on 11th yeah, yeah come and take 11th. it uh we got a show in november at Valhalla. we're still we haven't uh announced that i guess this is the, the announcement for it uh but big announcement yeah <laughs> That's November seventeenth. I'm not gonna hit that button again. My drums <laughs> shattered. So, <laughs> so yeah, we got that one coming up. When is it? November November seventeenth. It's a Thursday. At Valhalla. Valhalla. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're pending some things, but we'll make the, the we're make that official sooner than later. It like on all the social. will be out before then. I promise. It, Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't next. This is, this is not scheduled for like January or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I've only I got a handful, uh, but this will be right this, this, and that's why I love doing these in person. Is it's it's a you get to you get to meet new people. B yeah. you get to like connect a little bit, you know, and just you know, especially whenever you go out like at the venue, whenever we ran to each other, yeah. it's like, dude, it's it is just so awesome. Even just to be walking down the street, it's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, yeah, yeah, Stubbs or Mohawk or you know anything, because uh, I I rarely go sad. I rarely go on west sixth because i'm just always at come and take it like i went to empire yeah. the other day for day seeker and nice uh nice. man i'm such a day seeker fanboy but anyway uh enough of that um so new music next year yeah i've got a b-sides remix album coming up three singles after that we are actively seeking guitarists we got our drummer lined up we're rehearsing we've got a show a month what kind of guitarist i've got a guy Long as you got a down tune six string, I mean, if you got oh, a seven yeah. string, that'll work too. He's got all of them. If, yeah, if you you know, if you're into the underground atmospheric post metal, <laughs> I mean, check out the playlist I'm gonna post. I want to see, yeah. I want to see him get that fucking demon s working, man. He paid way too much money for that fucking guitar to just yeah. sit on the shelf. And yeah, he's... God, so beautiful, <laughs> so beautiful. He's we like, do I have all the music written out as well, so if you know how to read music, it'll make it that much easier. That was a group effort between the two of us. Okay. We, uh, okay. we, we didn't quite finish that story. I'm, I'm going to finish oh, yeah. it real quick. Go for it. Go for it. But, but we tested our friendship on it because Ed, oh, is, yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed is very proficient and I can't read for shit. And we're sitting there. I'm making caveman notes to him. Like he's trying to transcribe that we're doing this note for note for a future guitarist. And I'm like, no, no, it's like this. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there. I felt like, you know, with a feather pin, just like, no, no, what are you doing, sir? This is incorrect. Peasant. No, peasant here. This is not how it was supposed to be. And Ed's over here just like, 
you know, trying to keep his composure, just like, Rick, like, I'm doing this for us. Don't be a dick. And like, I had to catch myself a few times. Like, because we did this over the course of a week, you know, it was, you know, because we lost Shane unexpectedly. We got skunk on and we're just trying to pump this out as fast as we can. And skunk's great. He learned it all, you know, and we we got it all done. But like the process of him and I at the kitchen table between like him getting off work and me getting home, taking the dog out and a regular day, just sitting there like, oh, like, I think by the last track, you're like, Let's take a break. We'll finish the last one in a day or two and we'll be good. Yeah, like any little free time, like right after work, before I had to like go give lessons and stuff. And while he was there, like an hour just typing in, making sure we got all the notes and everything, making sure it sounds right. So we can give it to Skunk because that's yeah. that's like one thing he asked. He's like, I'm going to need the tablature for like all the music. I'm like, I got you on that, dude. Yeah. Poor, poor Ed's working on it all day between his breaks while he's working. And then... I show up and I'm just like, no, no, this is incorrect. <laughs> what is this crap you've given me? There's a way I cannot read. <laughs> <laughs> burn it, burn it all. Start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. fire. <laughs> Man, well, this has been goddamn. This is what I miss about in person. You know, I gotta, I gotta do zooms primarily, but yeah. Um, whenever I'll, I'll finish on this, like just this space is amazing. Uh, I'm gonna oh, come yeah. back and uh, absolutely we'll, talk we'll, to Kafir. I mean, yeah, we'll have this is a great studio. Promote because this is because it's people can rent this place. Yeah, any yeah. bands looking out there for a really nice rehearsal place. It's a treated room. It's Dude, got yeah, a vibe to you, it. Like but, I've yeah. I've heard of spaces and seen them, but this is like like you walk into the control room and it's just dead. Like there's oh yeah, it's a treated room. Man, yeah, yeah. This, you know he's treat. that board that they just got. And I'm not a gear guy oh, in that, that way. But Dude. it's a neat, it's a Neve console. Bigger than my yeah, TV. It's, <laughs> it's you know, 65 inch. I mean, I, you know, yeah. you know, Rom just poor man size. <laughs> you know, they, obviously you can't see it for people listening, but you know, Rom just built this tile panel. So you, you know, there's curtains here. You can, you know, do different things with the space to treat it, you know, for different vibes and plenty of, you know, great professional microphones and whatnot. And yeah, it's, plenty of mic it's a great place to, to rehearse as a band too, just because, you know, you, you it's a treated space. So you can really hear yourself. And I, I enjoy it when we are here. Well, thank you very much for having me, and uh, we'll be back, obviously. So, um, yeah, man, it's been yeah, a pleasure. Thank you for having us. That's been a pleasure. I appreciate you having us, man. No, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely love this. Is this is why I still do it? Yeah? <laughs> Learn new music, meet new people, even, even if it's like you know, like not in my normal wheelhouse. You know, now it is, and you know, from from listening to listening to it on the way down here, there's definitely elements that I know for a fact. I'm just like. Yeah, uh, like and then that, what was it of 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 death, death and delusion. delusion? Yeah, there is this this one part in there where just the riff comes back, like oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and then like the next track, you're just on this ambient float through space. And yeah. Then it all goes dark, and you're like, oh, okay, we're back. You I'm glad. I'm glad that it translated like that. I mean, that was you for know, me. For it, me, that's how it worked. It was a concept album. Is what it was about the five stages of grief. So I mean, it's just that's what it, it's five tracks, like the core tracks, you know. Man, I should have listened to your shit last night when I was sitting in my garage, uh, hoping that my cat comes back. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. I even, dude, as a pet owner, I'm so sorry. Oh, she's a rescue, and yeah. it was just one of those things where she, I guess, she's just testing her boundaries. We've right. only had her maybe three months. Yeah, right, um, right. They do that. My dog's but, a rescue. So. Yeah, so like garage Runner. door open. I was talking with Chris into the night, and I think that's when she escaped. But last spotted yesterday at like 6 a.m. So I was just in my garage. I just put my, I just did like a little DIY project at the house. I was all proud of myself. And I was nice. like, yeah, I miss my cat. Oh. <laughs> and then I just, yeah. I just threw in some headphones and was just sitting in the garage drinking a beer with like, you know, and I took a picture. 
<laughs> I feel so. I was I was just in that moment. I was like, this is what has to be done. And I took a picture, like kind of artistic, and and said, basically like, I'm up uh, two two a.m. A PSA. It's two a.m. I'm listening to Periphery, drinking a beer with the headphones, uh, hoping my cat comes back. <laughs> and and I was like. That's metal, right? Or totally that's, metal. I was like, that's oh, fucking yeah. metal, right? <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I was like, love your animals and jam your favorite bands, which it's true, you know. Oh, so, yeah. uh, you know, us metalheads, we got the soft spot. Absolutely. So, but anyway, uh, I guess we're in there on a you know, love your love your animals, love your animals, and listen to your favorite bands. Absolutely. Right. All right. <laughs> metal and pets. All right. Let's see you guys. <laughs> Later, man.